It finally happened. The most of the NFL world put some respect on the Arizona Cardinals name as far as the NFL power rankings. No more excuses. They ran just flat out of them. But there is one publication that's preposterous. You're not going to believe where they have the Arizona Cardinals ranked. It's not number one. We'll tell you all about it. And uh, this is kind of a dark conversation to have. But when could the Arizona Cardinals first loss happen? Bo, it's Alex. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fired up, rise up, Red Sea. It's a Wednesday edition, Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode brought to you by Mickey D's. That's Mickey right. D's. Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965, the year after Alex was born. has <laughs> always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. They do great things in the community. The uh, Ronald McDonald House. Big thank you to our friends over at McDonald's for being there. I'm loving it. Oh, I mean, what's better sometimes when you just throw it back and you just get old number one? I know they don't do the super size any longer, but you get old number one French fries and a, and a Coke. And look, as far as straws go, as far as <laughs> goes, McDonald's is the goat. Like, it just hits different. Yeah, it does. I mean, the Coke, it's its no joke. And the thing is, well, and the, uh, the thing is that, like other restaurants, and this is true. This is true. This is not because I do a live read. We're just happy to talk about McDonald's right now. Is it's never out of syrup. It's always full. No. It's always the right soda amount, the right syrup amount. You go to other places like you know, think outside the bun and <laughs> thing with the king with the with the with the crown on it. You always got to check to see what the syrup level is. Not at good old Mickey D's. I'm a I'm a sausage and muffin guy in the morning. Mm-hmm. Two for four bucks, call it a day. Sausage and muffin. The wrinkle is for all you fans out there. Get a get a side of maple syrup, little dipsies. Yep. Next level. Or if you're Jerry Jones, you pour like a huge full salt shaker on it, like you did <laughs> on Hard Knocks. Uh, it's locked on Cardinals talking about goats. The Arizona Cardinals are the atop the NFL power rankings, except for one publication that's just digging in. I think that they're just kind of pulling their Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless polarizing contrarian take we'll tell you who it is so you can maybe scorch earth on twitter with that uh with that once proud publication i don't know what's happened since but uh the arizona cardinals uh we talked about it on yesterday's episode you know are they the best team in the nfl and i think through six weeks i don't think any team has a better case than the redbirds alex yeah i mean how many losses do they have i mean we're we're over a third of the way through the season they beat the rams okay they beat the Tennessee Titans, who won on Monday Night Football, yes, albeit at home on a, on a fourth and short call by the Bills, they've beat quality opponents. Minnesota's three and three. Okay, the only bad team that they've beaten has been Jacksonville. You know, they went on the road against a hobbled Cleveland team, sure, but you take care of business. They're putting up over thirty points a game. They beat the 49ers, where you knew all they did that week was trying to figure out a defensive scheme to stop Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And they did, for the most part, but the Cardinals still ended up with more points than the 49ers. They get a W, week six, and they come their first, I guess, cupcake, if you could call any sort of NFL organization that, 
would be the Texans coming into town on Sunday. They still have to go over, you know, across the country to play Jacksonville in the early time slot. Plenty of teams lose when that happens, including the Cardinals in recent memory over, you know, over the last couple of years. They've taken care of business. 6-0 and is different than 3-0. and So you got to give it to the Cardinals at this point. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with anything that you said. It's the Arizona Cardinals, they've had, they took care of business against the teams that they needed to beat, and then they surprised a lot of people with wins over teams like the Rams, over the Titans in the season open. Like nobody expected the season opening, uh, just blowing the doors off the Tennessee Titans. Like all I see on my Instagram timeline or my feed is the last five games from Derrick Henry. But you know what's omitted from those last five games? His first game. The Arizona Cardinals had the best performance against King Henry probably in the last, what, 10 games that he's been on the gridiron. The Arizona Cardinals, uh, well, maybe outside of what the Ravens did to him in the postseason last year, but the Arizona Cardinals had the right plan. And as much as we kind of were suspect of their rush defense, they took care of business against Derrick Henry when the rest of the league, including the Buffalo Bills, couldn't find a solution. Let me ask you one last question about this uh, Monday night game that happened a couple nights ago. Um the Bills decide to go for it. Uh, they're on fourth and short. They could pick up a first down potentially without having to score a touchdown and continue that game and, and have a chance. They're down three. If they just kick the field goal, they go to overtime, but they decide to go for it. What do you think Cliff Kingsbury or maybe the, the collective mindset of Vance Joseph and Jeff Rogers? Do you think the Arizona Cardinals go for it in that situation? I tell you what, it's not going to be a QB dive. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think they go for it. Fourth and inches. First of all, I think Kyler gets that first down, or he throws that ball. You know, like what Kyler that we we've seen a lot of things from, and this is not skirting the question. I'll answer it in a second. Like what we've seen from Kyler is a lot like what we've seen from Josh Allen, just inversely. You know, I, I've compared them a lot where they shouldn't be able to do with their body types what they do. Josh Allen is an exemplary talent. He's a lot quicker fleet of foot than a 6'6 person should be. And Kyler Murray's a lot stronger and a lot more elusive than a 5'10 guy should be when there's a bunch of 6'3 guys, 250, chasing him around with sub 4 540s. Kyler Murray would have found a way to stay behind the line of scrimmage and find a wide receiver open because they have a better wide receiver court than, than the Bills. Now, if you find them at fourth and half a yard with the game on the line, if this were at home, I would say kick the field goal, go to overtime and trust your defense. But on the road, there's a team on its heels with all of their secondary players hurt. All of them. I think you run shotgun, play action, spread it out, and find an open receiver. I think you throw the ball there instead of run it, and then if there's a broken play, Kyler Murray finds himself open to be able to get over the line. I'm throwing the ball there. I'm not giving it to James Conner with a handoff. Where, you know, you know, the quickest, there's the shortest line between point A and point B is a straight line. Yeah. I don't think it applies there. Well, I think that what James Conner does is he, he offers, and it's the first time in a long time, the threat of just a, a, a money in the bank back, a guy that can get between the tackles and, and punch it in because he's been he's done exactly that in his role for the Arizona Cardinals this season, and that provides the threat, which is good enough to kind of open up the playbook and you can do whatever the heck you want. Even though we've seen the red zone offense struggle a little bit, they haven't been in the situation that we saw the Bills at the end of the Monday night game. Uh, and where we've seen James Conner be so successful or where you could uh, boot uh, Kyler Murray out and he can just cruise in the end zone. But you have so many different uh, weapons. And then, yeah, I, I just I, I like it. I, I completely agree as far as the wide receiver core. And that's a very uh, that that's saying something what the Bills have there as far as wide receivers 
you know, from one to three and even going further than that, they're deep. But you'd be hard pressed with the way that guys have emerged because it certainly wasn't what people were saying about this wide receiver core before the season. But guys have emerged. AJ Green has shown that he can still play. He's had a resurgence. Rondell Moore has shown that he was well worth the second round pick, if not slept on. And then Christian Kirk has emerged in the contract year. And then DeAndre Hopkins is the absolute truth. I, I mean, you can't find four deep. And then what, what Chase Edmonds is able to do out of the backfield. Oh, and um, let's just sprinkle in Zach Ertz starting week seven. It's it's insane what the Arizona Cardinals have. It's insane. Yeah, and, and the thing that we've seen, and I know we got to go to break here in a second, is just putting a you know an umbrella on what you're talking about is if somebody were to, knock on wood, if somebody were to get injured in the skill position player room, wide receiver or running back rooms, the Cardinals are covered. Even yeah. if it's DeAndre Hopkins, sure. And again, you don't wish anything upon anybody ever, you know, opponents or your own team that you cover. They will still have a B-minus receiver room without DeAndre Hopkins. You know, when adding Zach Ertz, it's going to rival adding A.J. Green. It will, and you'll see it. Because now there are zero weak spots on this offensive on the on the offensive side of the ball. Zero. Even the running game, because you have to you have to add Kyler Murray into it, at least the threat of him running the ball. One to eleven, they're gonna be effing scary from here through week 17 and into the playoffs. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. We appreciate you making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Uh, you know, it's, it's, we're completely just humbled by everybody tuning in all the views we're getting on YouTube, all the, the podcast listen numbers and downloads are through the roof. And it's, we're just excited to talk about this team. We're talking, we're, we're excited that anybody who's providing and creating content about this team, we're all in this together because I think that this is just at the ground level and we're starting, we're, we're all starting to build on something and something special. The Arizona Cardinals at six and oh, taking on the Houston Texans in week seven, the Arizona Cardinals finally getting some respect on that name. Also coming up, I want to get into a conversation about something that, that came to my mind earlier today that we just haven't been discussing at all, and it's pretty nutty. We'll get into that conversation. Locked on Cardinals. I do have to tell you that if you drive, if you buy gasoline, you need to get the Get Upside app. It's just that simple. You are just burning money. You are absolutely just lighting money on fire at the pump because with Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25%, 25 cents per gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN, pretty easy to remember. Get 25 bonus cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents per gallon cash back. Don't pay full price to pump any longer. There are listeners that drive a lot. They're making upwards of $200, $300 every month with the GetUpside app. Get 50 cents per gallon on your first tank. Some people, you know, I don't know why they don't want to just get this free money. It's that simple. Cash back gets added to your account. You cash out anytime in your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Alex barely drives. He uses it, and he makes money. He goes down the street. In his uh in his Ford Focus, and he gets milk from the grocery store, and he fills up every two months. Love and he milk. Makes money. <laughs> I love the uh the video the other day. I think it was on like Paramount TV. I don't know if it was like inside the NFL. I think they're on Paramount now. But it 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 showed a mic'd up JJ Watt just basically saying during the Browns games, like maybe we're just better than than the other team. <laughs> we're just better than them. Maybe maybe that's the reason. 
Uh, it doesn't matter that we, they don't have the head coach. doesn't matter that they don't have their starting center. doesn't matter that they have one of their top defensive players in Chandler Jones. They still continue to do what they've done the bulk of the 2021 season and just uh, just beat down opponent after opponent. I mean, think about it. Like the, the games that we were concerned about going into, and, and we're talking about teams that were in the postseason the previous year, Tennessee Titans, Los Angeles Rams, and Cleveland Browns, the Arizona Cardinals absolutely walked them. They absolutely took care of business. It wasn't even close after like the second quarter in each one of those contests. Yeah, I mean, agreed. I mean, the Rams game was still the most surprising, I yeah. think, right? I yeah. think surprising is the right word there where it's like, what, what is happening? Right. It's, it's, I've never felt this before watching this covering the team because it's true that when the, since I've started covering this team, the Cardinals haven't beat the Rams. 2017, you came on 2018, same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot, of, a lot of shutouts. Like the one that I experienced was a 33 or 34 nothing in London where David Johnson was out at the beginning of the year. Carson Palmer gets hurt mid at halftime, and that's all she wrote. And 2018 was 34 nothing in LA. The you and I experienced together. I mean, that one was like, is Matthew Stafford that good? Are the Cardinals' defense that good? Is mm -hmm. Kyler Murray this good? Is like there were so many questions still. Like, what are what of what we are watching is real, and what is an any given Sunday thing? And I think the Cardinals have proven that everything we saw on that Sunday is still happening, and it's yeah. getting better and tighter. It's legit. I mean, the the Arizona Cardinals. We knew about the talent on this roster. Could the talent execute the game plan? Was the game plan going to be right on the offensive and defensive side of the football? Um, and were the were the glue guys, were the guys that were going to be in between those stars? Was the depth going to be there? And we'll, that still remains to be seen. But last week was a good barometer of that. But you know, were the guy, the young guys, going to emerge? Were they going to develop? Was Isaiah Simmons going to take that step? Was Rondell Moore going to be the right guy in the second round? And so far, yes, the answer is an emphatic yes. Uh, that's why when our Locked On podcast network hosts were put to the challenge to, you know, rank the NFL teams, they couldn't find any more excuses to put the Arizona Cardinals not in the top spot. That's your number one team in the NFL power rankings, six and zero, number one team in the NFL according to our Locked On and Tegna host, Arizona Cardinals above the defensive, the defending champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, above the Ravens that had a really impressive win over the Chargers above the Rams, above the Bills who lost on Monday Night Football, and above the Packers who are coming to Glendale in a couple weeks. Arizona Cardinals, top team in your rankings, pretty much the consensus. There is one publication, Sports Illustrated. My God, remember when Sports Illustrated used to be one of the most respected publications in all of sports? You had, the, of course, the cover. I still want to go buy some old covers and put them on my wall. But they have the Arizona Cardinals. This is absolutely preposterous. As the seventh ranked team in the nfl so you know when doctor's offices like with highlights in sports illustrated those are the two <laughs> with doctor's offices yeah and the toilet is where sports illustrated was read the most this ranking deserves to be in the toilet yeah um i do miss the sports illustrated um the covers i do miss that when it was the thing come out every tuesday right every tuesday was the new sports illustrated yeah whatever i mean they're the oldest dogs of the old dogs. They can say whatever the hell they want. Um, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's bad. Words to live by. 
Um, and that's kind of where we're at. Like the fact that, like, okay, go with me here. I could see the Bucks being ranked higher than the Cardinals. You're looking at the best team in the NFL. That's what they're mm-hmm. talking about. One to 32. The Bucs are probably a better team than the Arizona Cardinals right now. Neutral field, that's the one that we talked about yesterday where it was like, eh, the Bucs will probably beat the Cardinals. It'll be closer than you think, but that offense is an all-star team. It's an all-star team. And I would put them probably ahead of the Cardinals still. If you're talking about best team in the NFL, but nobody else, you can't put a team ahead of the Cardinals that the Cardinals beat with the Rams. You can't do it. Well, that's what makes this list absolutely insane. Uh, number one on their power rankings are the LA Rams. Number two are the Bucks, which I disagree right now. I think the Arizona Cardinals actually have the leg up on, on the Bucks. I think the, the Bucks are they're in, in tough shape. They're facing a couple key injuries. They're a team that likes to trend up towards January. They, they don't even really care where they are right now. I guarantee it. I mean, obviously, Tom Brady's competitive, as competitive as they come. Bruce Arians, we know his, uh, his, his competitive edge as well. But they don't care about games in October as much as they care about them at the end of December and January. And they're they're not even trying to be the best team right now. They're just trying to you know work towards being a team that's going to be a threat in the postseason and contend for a Super Bowl. Bucks number two, Chiefs at number three. Chiefs have three losses, and that's a that is a very flawed football team. This this is a rankings that's done by somebody that that watches maybe Red Zone, or I don't know because it's not done from watching games and paying attention. You've got the Ravens at number four, and I don't I don't have a problem with the Ravens nope. there. The Green Bay Packers at five, and then the Bills at six. Then you have the Arizona Cardinals at seven. It's just, I, I, I don't, I don't know. How do the Bills have? Two? Two, yeah. I mean, you've got a two-loss Bills team. You've got a three-loss Chiefs team ahead of the Arizona Cardinals who are undefeated. Um, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I do want to ask the question, and, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't, yeah. I don't like to talk negatively, like, but when do you think the Arizona Cardinals, because look, it's only happened a few times. It's obviously the 72 dolphins. They went through unscathed. They're the only perfect team in NFL history. You had the, you had the Patriots. They went undefeated and then lost to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. Arizona Cardinals. When you look at their upcoming schedule, first loss, what's your gut feeling on that? I mean, the last team, that was questioned for their starting with a bunch of game, bunch of wins in a row to start the season was last year with Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh beat nobody. What did they start 11 and 0? Yeah. They beat nobody. And I remember watching like, yeah, you know what? They're good. But I mean, this ain't that. So the Cardinals have, you know, Texans at home on Sunday. Um, they have the Packers. So, so let me just run this down for people. If you don't have the schedule handy. Yeah. And I'm not going to say road or home anymore because the Cardinals are 4-0 on the road. Mm. Texans, Packers, Niners, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears, Rams, Lions, Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks. Okay, so the obvious answer, first one would be the first game they could lose would be a week from Thursday against the Packers on Thursday Night Football. I think the Cardinals win that game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't like being touched. He doesn't like not playing at home when the lights are the brightest. Ask our friendly fans up in San Francisco about that. I would say the game that they were are going to lose if they are going – well, I mean, they're going to lose a game this year. They're not going 16-0. Right. I think it's going to be different than you think. I think it's going to be against the Bears 
at Soldier Field. And I think is that a Monday night game? No, I, the the lone Monday night game is going to be uh, Dallas. Oh no, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm sorry. L. A. L. A. The the next week okay. they're taking on the Rams on Monday night football, December thirteenth. And the, the uh, reason why early kickoff though. Yeah. So I think the reason why it's the Bears is because it's it's one where you look at it and you say win, and then things go wrong. That defense is getting better by the week. Justin Fields is going to be in stride then. David Montgomery will be back by then. They're going to be full up, full strength by then, you would think. That's the next game I could see them losing. That's before the Rams, so that's why I'm picking the Bears. I think the Cardinals are going to win Thursday night against the Packers. So the Bears is just a weird on-the-road game. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but you lose. Early time zone, Soldier Field. It's going to be chilly. That's the one. This is just us being, you know, Scared little boys, you know, looking at the teams and looking at their upside. I don't believe in Justin. I don't think. I think Justin Fields is a couple more weeks. I think he's more than a few weeks away from figuring it out at the end. Well, it was a, I mean, it was a touchdown game against the 49ers at home two weeks ago. Okay. Well, so, and also they played tight with Green Bay as well, but they just couldn't move the football consistently enough. Like the Bears would have to turn the game into the same game that the Niners did. And that's, that's possible. They're very capable of doing that. Right. You have Khalil Mack, and I think you got a chance. I mean, Green Bay. It, that's the thing I'm looking at. It's like if you can if you can take care of business at home like over Green Bay. I mean, you go on the road to Santa Clara. That's a, you'll have, but the Arizona Cardinals will have after playing a couple games in what ten days, they'll have some time off there. It's almost like a bye week after a couple quick games. You go on the road. If if the Niners can continue to put them in the position that they did a couple weeks ago, you know that's going to be that's a grinded out game. I mean, you don't like to get in that especially at this stage of the season. So San Francisco is a threat, in my opinion. And then LA, Monday Night Football. But that would be week 14. Can you imagine if they're 13-0 and 0 going into – well, no, they I have their bye week. I mean, they'd be 12-0 and 0 going into I that game. I can't believe that. I can't think yeah. about that now. You can't fathom that right now because what we're, what we're experiencing right now, you look at the roster. Joanna, you son of a gun, okay? Listen to me. You can't say you looked at that roster and said the you Cardinals were going to start 6-0. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. Yeah. I love, like, and I just need a second. I know we're so long on break. I don't care. Um, thank you to everybody. Like, people that argue with us on Twitter, especially me, Bo seems to be, like, the sweetheart that nobody argues with. Um, <laughs> thank you to everybody. I love that stuff. Lauren, we talked about it. I love that stuff, okay? Because if we all agreed, this would be boring as hell. This would be boring as hell. I do want to say one thing before we have to go to break here. Bo, okay. the Packers play Washington at home on Sunday. The Washington played the Chiefs tight for a half. So you know that Taylor Heineke is not great, but he's serviceable. You know, their defense is getting a little better, even though they're way worse than anybody thought they would be. They play the Cardinals Thursday night. They play the Chiefs in Arrowhead the week after. So the big leaguer that Aaron Rodgers is, is going to be like, listen, we'll take care of business against Arizona on Thursday night. This is where we roll. And then the big game will be against the Chiefs. And that is a recipe for the Cardinals taking care of business Thursday night when the Packers come into town. Now, we're going to talk about this a lot. They got a game before then. And we need to talk about that in this next segment here, going into our crossover Thursday with with uh, with with the Texans. But, Bo, you talk first. Yeah, I want to bring up uh, – I'm hungry now if you're talking for so long. Just droning. <laughs> you know, 
The episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends, family can come to connect, a place where classmates can meet for their study group, knowing they've got dependable Wi-Fi and also endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, and the home team and away team can come recharge. It's a place you can always look forward to stopping at a long road trip and rest your legs for the real refuel. So head over to your local McDonald's, refuel and reconnect. And did somebody say locked on Cardinals watch party? Sounds good to me. Let's go watch a Cardinals game and get some McFlurries and throw down some French fries. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Um, you know what I'm loving, Bo, is uh, full disclosure, did you get them in the mail? Not yet. Oh, sweet. Hold on. Please hold. Guy's serious right now. Stepping away from a live read to uh, to gloat. Were you playing elevator music for me? So this is what we got in the mail from Built Bar a couple days ago. Oh man, blueberry muffin. Oh, new flavor. Wait, I thought that I got. I had there was another one in here. Paranormal pumpkin. It's alliterative. Wow. For Halloween, dude, I'm telling you. Unbelievable. Built Bars. I was wondering what that blue thing was, and I thought it was pumpkin. Anyways, uh, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. We continue to get to try these protein bars that you haven't tried yet because we're in the know. But all you need to know is Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. Uh, You're missing out if you haven't tried it yet. They say it's a protein bar because it does not taste like one. If you said candy bar on there, you'd believe it. Also, most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. A built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. Um, in fact, as I said, it's where you're eating a candy bar. They're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, high in protein, and all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. Uh, there's so many flavors. Like, I didn't even know those two existed. There's so many. Like, another great thing about built Bar is not only are there the seasonal ones like we're having, but the ones that are always there, coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. This month, Built Bar is coming out with a new limited time flavor every three to four days. So check their website off and you don't want to miss out because blueberry muffin is absolutely legit. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 50% off your first order at Built.com. couple interesting statistics. This one, according to ESPN, it's uh, best defensive tackle pass rush win rate through six weeks of the NFL season. Aaron Donald and Jason Hargrave are at the top at 24%, only ahead of J.J. Watt at 23%. So he's playing. He's elite right now as far as his win rate as a defensive tackle. Got his first sack of the season. First is an Arizona Cardinal, a big one strip sack of uh, Baker Mayfield. That's where he's injured his shoulder. And, of course, in J.J. Watt fashion, he checked on Baker Mayfield after he celebrated his sack uh, just because he's a classy guy. And uh, it's one of those things where you just got to pinch yourself that you've got a player the caliber of J.J. Watt. You've got a player the caliber of DeAndre Hopkins. And and it goes further. Kyler Murray, um, you know, Chandler Jones, Buda Baker. These players are not just like your everyday, you know, above replacement type players. These are studs, and the Arizona Cardinals roster is just peppered with them. And uh, it, it's it's unbelievable, and it's why they're six and zero. And people are think that there's not much behind that. And what the Cardinals have proven so far, and especially on Sunday, 
was it, it it reaches beyond that. But their stars play like stars, and I think it's because guys in the leadership of guys like Watt, when they're down, when they're without their head coach, they're out without their their quarterbacks coach, they're without their starting center, and they're without Chandler Jones, they don't miss a beat. You know, I've been thinking about this, and it's an interesting comparison because it's true. Um, remember the big three, the initial one with Boston, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. They were yeah. three guys that just played ball. They were on bad teams. They were on good teams. But what they did was they just went and they played hard and they played ball. I give Paul Pierce a lot of crap because I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. But Kevin Garnett, um, he was a loudmouth guy, the, one of the best uh, – bad bad you know uh, s talkers in the in uh, nba history he was loud but he always just showed up played harder than everybody else in minnesota and they were bad they were bad for a long time especially you know unless sam casella and charles freeware were there they made a run but when they joined together they all appreciated how awesome it was to be around other stars who just showed up and played ball and that's kind of what we're looking at here with arizona aj green you haven't heard anything from him since he was drafted out of out of Georgia in Cincinnati, aside from when he clotheslined Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey probably deserved it, let's be honest. J.J. Watt shut his mouth, played football, all pro, was injured a lot, got paid $100 million, went to work every day when he was healthy, and just played ball. DeAndre Hopkins, same thing, played ball. They all Chandler Jones is a perfect example. Shut up, played ball, wasn't Patrick Peterson, wasn't requesting trades, showed up, over 10 sacks a game, played ball or over 10 sacks a year, played ball. And they're, now they're all together, and the synchronicity between everybody's like, it's like the uh, the Batman and Robin meme or gif where they're just all pointing at each other, smiling. Like, you, me, yeah, we all, oh, we all act like this. And now they're all together with Kyler Murray, one of the more level-headed quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's working. Yeah. It makes sense, right? Like, it's just a bunch of guys, they were in bad situations, they got put together, and sure, Texans made some playoff, had some playoff success, but altogether, it's like, man, we're all the same now. Right. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. I mean, and it's, like, you you saw what, the, the success that Hopkins had with the Texans, and that was the first question, can Kyler Murray match the success that Deshaun Watson had? And he yeah. has. It's not as, like, the volume isn't there, but it's it's more quality over quantity. And then you've got J.J. Watt. Does he have anything left in the tank? And it's like, I don't think this is going to be a revenge game come Sunday. I, I think that the Texans are now, uh, you know, a charity case, basically, as far as the NFL is concerned. It's, you, you just feel bad for them. I mean, they, they had the wrong people making decisions for them, including Bill O'Brien. And they had, like, kind of a handshake deal that got DeAndre Hopkins moved to the Arizona Cardinals uh, between owners, reportedly. And, um, you know, it, it was just, what what the hell are you doing? They couldn't get out of their own way. And now they've got like a third-round quarterback in Davis Mills who's, you know, this, I don't even look at this as a trap game. Like, this should just be an easy game for the Arizona Cardinals. I do want to say this, and as we talk about the leadership, remember like back after three weeks of this season, we were talking about uh, Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray had thrown, to start the second half, each and every game, an interception. And we're like, okay, the only, the only like hit on Kyler Murray, who was still an MVP candidate, you know, despite those picks, he had four interceptions through four weeks. He has four interceptions now through six weeks. He's taking care of the football. And also, to give my co-host a little nod here, a little boost, how about back-to-back weeks, under 10 yards rushing. He had one yard rushing against the Niners. He had six yards and a win against the Browns, four passing touchdowns. He has seven combined rushing yards in the last two weeks. Arizona Cardinals, they've won both weeks. I mean. 
he's not running the football. He hasn't found the end zone with his legs. I mean, he did the other day because but it got wiped out for penalty, mm-hmm. but he's not even having to rely upon his legs right now. And the Arizona Cardinals are dicing up teams. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, that was that was the gift. I mean, that was the the perfect in a vacuum situation that I had mentioned before the season started. If Kyler runs less, the offense gets better, and that's what's happening. And I feel like you know the responsible child, like you and I were somewhat irresponsible growing up, but we were pretty much responsible. Like our parents knew that we weren't gonna end up in a ditch somewhere. You know, we we you know, college was a wild time, but more times than not, you know, you you trust your kid to do the right thing in situations that you find yourselves in growing up. You kind of got to be able to trust Kyler Murray now to not put himself in a situation to get decapitated. You know what I mean? Like we've seen he'd rather take a sack or throw an interception than get hit. And that's fine. That's fine. That's a necessary evil for a 5'10 quarterback who like he and Russell Wilson are the same height, but Russell Wilson looks like he's 6'5". Compared right. to the two. And Russell Wilson is just built differently. He's got tree trunks for legs. It's just different. So where he can get out of, like, when you see Kyler starting to spin out and defensive ends starting to notice it, he'll come up with something else. He'll step up like Drew Brees did. You know, there's it, being a small quarterback is not a, an original story, but you don't really seem to have to worry about him for making a bad play by extending a play and getting hit hard and getting injured, right? We've seen that pretty much. It's pretty much a law at this point that he won't put himself in a situation if he has control over it where he could potentially get hurt. Yeah, and I think the the analogy is like he's a luxury sports car. I mean, he's he's a Ferrari. He's a Tesla with sicko mode. It's like you don't need to go zero to 60 in two seconds flat, but if he has the ability to do that, like if he's driving around town like that, that's that's just irresponsible. If he's he's Zayvon Collins in Scottsdale, driving on Chaparral and he's going 75 and a 35, that's an issue. And if you're late for appointments and that's how you have to get that, that's on you. But if you can, if you have that luxury, uh, but you can do it, you know, the way that you're supposed to do it and the efficient way to do it and, and spreading the ball to your playmakers hands and keeping yourself out of harm's way and just slinging it all around the field, then do it that way. And then when things, when you're under pressure, you got a linebacker bearing down on you and you can, put it in the Kylo Murray demon mode, uh, then you can do it. I mean, that's the luxury that that he, that you have. That's why you draft a player the caliber of Kyler Murray. It was fun to watch as he was kind of developing and maturing. Like you, you saw a lot of like highlight real plays and he still has that ability. But man, it's a, it also is kind of nice to see him stay out of harm's way, just sack 12 times this season. The offensive line playing really well. We're going to start to break down their week seven game against the Houston Texans. Should we have what should we be worried about? David Johnson revenge game? Probably not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what that's about. Uh, our guy, uh, our guy Cody, and uh, is it uh, John from from the uh, from the Locked On Texans crew? Great crew to talk to. Hopefully, we'll get both of them on, and uh, we'll be breaking this game down on a crossover Thursday right here on Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. We appreciate it. And thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And also check out Alex tomorrow on the Locked On NFL Podcast with Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans. All right, you guys have Woo! a great rest of your Wednesday. Go get yourself a McDonald's, uh, number one. Get a Coke. Enjoy it. Get that Big Mac. Or just get a get just get some fries. It's good. It's simple. 
All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. It's Locked On Cardinals.